0: Zero DB. Oh, never mind. I have a buffer on this thing. <laughs> you dick. Well, welcome back to Movie Mondays here on Technological. And once again, I got Don. Skyping in to uh, Skyping into the show via Skype Skyping in that's why I said he's Skyping in or what is this this is actually uh, Google Hangouts he's actually coming in through
1: Google Hangouts coming into both
0: yeah sort of live and direct
1: two sources like not one you don't get Nels- oh, yeah, some, something like that and well, yeah, that's list. what we got going
0: on. Got to fix my mic placement. I'm trying to relax here in my studio. I can't get comfortable. Let me just slide that up. See if that sounds good. Yeah, that that looks... Is that better?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's much better.
0: Whoa, no, I didn't want to do that. I'm just jacking this show all up. Let's see. If, pump up my volume a little bit. That's better. All right. Liking it? It's been the theme. Disliking it? Doesn't matter. I mean, nobody's watching the show anyway. So, uh, what's what's the latest thing you've seen on uh, Netflix or Prime or Hulu or in the theater or on TV or whatever we're watching these days?
1: So, there there was a show. I wanted to mention the last time we did this, but I know everybody's been watching uh, Bella Academy. Is that what it's called? Umbrella, the Umbrella Academy? Academy. Is that even good? Um, it looks to be pretty good. I haven't watched like enough episodes to really have an opinion on it yet, but like it looks to me like a Marvel style, dynamic superhero like good story plotline, character driven Netflix original. I think it's a Netflix original.
0: Yeah, it is. sure. From what I understand, it's not even based on any Marvel or DC characters. It's completely original to Netflix.
1: It's it's completely like none of these people are, I don't think, even comical people. As far as I know, there's no comic book ever associated to this. This is all like, yeah, like a, a brand new universe, like a brand new superhero universe outside of the Marvel and DC comic worlds.
0: Okay. Well, uh, spoiler alert in case there's any spoilers, but good stuff huh like is it violent is it r-rated is it pg-rated what
1: um i'm pretty sure if it's on netflix it's probably not r-rated it's probably like it's by pg-13 i could check
0: well is it mature is it like pretty mature
1: it's it doesn't have it's not violent to the point where it's like gross i guess they'll show some pretty gross stuff but like um, not like gory. Like it's first of all, it's got an eight point two on IMDb. Just putting that out there. Uh, wow. I didn't know it even had that high of a score on IMDb. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I think it's made for teenagers to watch too. So I don't think it's rated R.
0: Well, how about that? It's a.
1: It's about like young teenage kids within this like super Marvel style world. where where they're you know they're they're, like the story the basic premise i should i should i not spoil yeah you can go for it oh i mean i'm still gonna watch it it's uh it's pretty cool The, the the first episode really jumps into like the origination like they go right and it's kind of this wes anderson style like intro of these babies are randomly born to mothers Not like they're accepting immaculately, like they're not having.
0: Oh yeah, it's like they're all immaculate conceptions. Like
1: like forty of them, or something, or like twenty of them, whatever it is. However many of them are, twenty-one. Right. And and this old Russian like doctor scientist, I'm not even sure. I haven't even gotten that far into the show. This this wealth wealthy tycoon type came and adopted all of them and bought all, bought basically just gave the mothers exorbitant amounts of money to to take them and raise them in this academy. so the Umbrella Academy is where he got these babies and with these incredible gifts, it turns out, because they were born immaculately and they were special and unique in some way. So it jumps right into it the first like two, three minutes of the of that episode of Umbrella Academy, like season one. So it's pretty cool. I would I would recommend if anybody who's into the Marvel DC World comic books, like I don't know that it's good per se but it seems to me like the production value is high and what i've saw mary j blige is a feature in it um there's some other mary Mary j blige plays a character like deep into the uh season yeah wow like episode four or five i think she emerges but uh okay it's um it's got some writing it's got some character you know like it it humanizes these uh these superhero characters a little bit more like it talks about their addictions and like it talks about their like lack of, you know, I don't know, like it, it takes a, it takes a more, a more, you know, in interpersonal intimate look inside these, you know, the way, the way these Marvel movies, DC comic movies have taken a closer look in like some of the personal relationships and lives a little bit deeper than the previous generation has. This goes a little bit more into that, not darker, but edgier a little bit like, you know kidnappings and you know prescription pill addictions, which is you know obviously the opioid opioid crisis in America is real. So you know they're talking about more relevant things that are a little bit more real, a little bit more edgy, but I think really entertaining. It has an eight point two. Yeah, it's unique,
0: and that's a that's a pretty good rating. I think on IMDb is to get a eight point two. That's rare.
1: And uh yeah, for for anybody to be, you know, not that anybody's shitting on, on Netflix, but I know that uh Steven Spielberg recently uh made some remarks about Netflix, you know, yeah. not being not being where the movie experience should be first had or had at all or well, came out and said, things his, like his they big shouldn't beef have is
0: that Netflix Netflix shouldn't be Netflix original shouldn't be Oscar contenders. Right. But Roma, yeah. like, won a bunch of shit. And so... He's right. like
1: Yeah. He's mad about it. He's he's not happy about it. Um, and I guess, I guess I guess you know, from another generation of film, like, he's a filmmaker from another generation. He has a love of filmmaking. He's obviously, like, if not the best film director alive today, one of the best film directors on the planet. Um, so for him to say well, he that... he was. Carries a lot of weight. Uh... He I don't was. know what his
0: last big hit was.
1: Alright, but he's put out a string of successive, you know, but family been, American family hits that like no matter where you fall on the spectrum, you're gonna know and love one of his movies more than likely. Oh yeah. He's a household name in then some, right? Like he in terms of filmmaking, he you know, you think of a few film directors, he's certainly within the first breath. I think, in my opinion. And that's true. Um,
0: you can't take that away from him.
1: Yeah, like I like for one like Indiana Jones is like a big movie for most people. I'm not like like I like those movies, but like I don't like love them the way I love like Back to the Future or like I don't know. What other movies has he de- like done that were like impactful in my opinion for me?
0: He directed Back Well to the apparently uh Spielberg. Apparently Spielberg is a current governor of the Academy's directors branch. So right. he's got a seat, yeah. He's arguing that he's arguing that films that debut on streaming services or get a short theatrical run should qualify for Emmys instead of Oscars. Saying that saying that it's a TV movie. It's more of a TV movie than it would be.
1: It's a right. It's a straight to TV movie because of the medium that it happens to be on. It's not a straight to theater. Anything not Mm -hmm. is is a straight to something else.
0: I yeah and I and and so I think he's wrong, I think he's wrong. I think you know we're moving into. I mean, evolution—you can't stop evolution. Again, it's you know, like it or not, this—the uh, whole world is progressive. If you if you're not progressive and you don't want to evolve, then throw your cell phone out the window and go get a fucking rotary phone in your in your kitchen. Remember to the me, days when we had. Remember remember the days when we had those touch tones and those rotary phones in our fucking kitchen. Yeah. And again, I mean, like, this could be a subject for both sure. Movie Mondays and Tech Tuesday, but it's Movie Mondays. But, you know, the, the, this is, regardless of what country, what state, we're all progressive. If you're not progressive, throw your fucking cell phone out the window. If you're not progressive, go drive out to the theater, buy a ticket, and don't watch Netflix. Everybody's fucking watching Netflix. I'm sorry, it's, that's the way it is.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's it's a bit to me that's a little it's a little bit sad because he's one of our great directors and he's going against something that we as millennials know. It's been next. It's been it's been beyond like obvious, and um, to see a big gun like that come out against it and rail against their contention for an Oscar is a little bit disappointing. But you know, I'm sure a lot of people are for. A lot of people are against it. Um, probably the previous generation would agree. Uh, and some of the newer generations would probably be like, well, you know, Netflix might deserve a spot at the table as well. They're more popular than than, than moviegoers almost, I feel like. It's probably mm-hmm. like getting to that point now. So uh, what do you see? He sat down. <clears throat> did, did Spielberg meet with the head of studios at Netflix? Did he sit down for a meeting with them? No, he probably hasn't. They should. Let's try to work that out anyway so that's uh on a on a, on a another silence. great
0: another great Netflix original is uh The Dirt have you seen have you seen trailers for The Dirt The Dirt The Dirt biopic on Motley Crue So I just oh. watched it I just watched it this morning phenomenal movie Yeah Yeah biopic on um The Rise and fall and rise a, ri, rise and fall and rise again of motley crew uh,
1: sex I drugs didn't know and that. rock and roll my man yeah yeah i bet it was a good doc It was like a documentary style biopic no oh it was a biopic
0: it's a biopic biopic
1: straight up okay wow I, yeah. and netflix made this original
0: yeah it's a netflix original yeah the dirt cool. and i mean it's got big stars in it big names Um, Like who? Machine Gun Kelly as Tommy Lee. Oh, Oh. Machine Gun Kelly is on a big Netflix kick, Netflix original kick, because Machine Gun Kelly was in Bird Box, and now he plays Tommy Lee in The Dirt.
1: Um, Wait, is The Dirt a movie? He plays in this movie? The Dirt... Is like he like with, your hands he are dirty.
0: You have dirt all over your shirt.
1: Like you plays, have a dirty yeah, shirt. Yeah. No, no, no. And lo-
0: why is? Can you slide over to like your right so I can see your face? Where? Where are you? There you go. Bad. You're in my mood. Now you're in my show again. Sorry okay. Sorry about that. How? Maybe I need. Maybe I need to start over. Uncouth, man. The name of the movie is The Dirt. Like you have dirt on your hands.
1: I'm looking at the IMDb right
0: now. It's a biopic on Motley Crue. Yeah. The rock band from the 80s. Yes. Tommy Lee was the drummer of Motley Crue. Right. Okay, cool. So Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee. One of the guys from Game of Thrones uh, plays... The older guy. Shit, I can't remember these guys' names. There was Nikki Six. Nikki Six was the bassist and the guy that started the band. Vince Neil right. was the singer. Tyler Lee was the drummer. And I can never remember the name of the guitarist, but this guy from Game of Thrones played the guitarist. The other two I recognize, but I just don't know what I recognize them from. Oh, the guy that played Vince Neil, the lead singer, he was in The Punisher. So it like, it's like they casted a whole bunch of people on netflix original contracts
1: it's a studio now i mean it's a legit right they've got the yep, regular people that work in that studio and like a lot of them happen to be faces we're already familiar with and now yeah it talks about uh the, how it relives the wild ways of motley Crue,
0: sex drugs and rock and roll wow.
1: sounds it's sounds insane
0: dude like all the edgy. crazy fucked up shit that they did and uh, a lot of sad moments. A lot Hold of up, moments Pete about. Davidson
1: is in this timeout from SNL. He's in this. Oh
0: yeah. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. The SNL doll. Oh, oh yeah. Damn, the guy who dated Ariana Grande. That guy. And I guess. she dated Mac Miller. Yeah. Wow. I guess. Yeah, Mac Miller, the rapper, dead. I guess no longer with us.
0: I guess.
1: Broke up and he Mac- died. Yeah. Mac Miller happened. passed away. Mac Miller passed away not too long after breaking up with Ariana Grande.
0: Where the fuck was I? I didn't hear about that.
1: Am I an idiot? McGeezer Nelson, you're getting old, man. No, I honestly, I honestly didn't find out about this till pretty recently, like a year ago. What the fuck? Yeah, boy, that's some. That's some. You didn't hear about that? That's some crazy shit, right? It's crazy. Anyway, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is what it is.
0: Well, gosh darn. That's that is sad to hear. That sucks, man.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Pete Davidson, like you got you got to YouTube some of this SNL clips that he did shortly after his breakup with Ariana Grande, because they were talking about how depressed he was because Mac Miller died and everybody was worried. Pete Davis is depressed. He's talking about in public about being depressed. So, are we going to lose him next? And there was this whole like couple of weeks early in the year this year where people were like, on watch and worried about this guy because he had just been through some shit and it was like tweeting and like Instagramming shit that's like really personal and like to the effect of like a person struggling with depression. Yeah, yeah well...
0: Would you say his name it's was real. Pete
1: Davidson? Pete Davidson, SNL.
0: Yeah, he's really funny in the dirt. He's really funny. He plays the guy that uh, uh, gave him their record contract, things of okay. that nature. Um, oh, he's a suit. He's a, he's a, he's a not not really. Uh, Motley Crue okay. like was so whatever the guy's that. character was in real life, I forget his. I forget the character's name. He played a he played a real life person that was their <laughs> record executive but right. he just got a job with electra and he found motley Crue at a bar and he tried mm. to sign him so his first record deal with a band was motley Crue. right and it was a nightmare for him because you know how these 80s hair rock bands were tearing up hotels partying, and drinking going crazy yeah. playing pranks hookers all over the place things of that nature and the guy yeah. was just like, "What the fuck?" They. Spoiler alert! But like, apparently,
1: uh, who
0: the fuck was? I think Nikki Six fucked his uh, fucked his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, I think I remember that that being part of that the other story. Right.
0: Yeah, man, it was a really good movie. It's definitely worth a watch, man. Like, a lot of ups and downs, tragedies, things of that nature
1: um we'll definitely put it on my to watch you know
0: for sure yeah you should put it on your you should put it on your list of movies to watch i don't really watch many but yeah i'll put it up there if it but looks, you should uh, put looks it a good you should put it on uh, your list of movies to watch for sure for
1: sure yeah
0: make sure you put it on your list of movies to watch
1: good deal yeah
0: but yeah it was. i mean it's fun man what else i mean what else is on the list of shit that i've seen
1: Hold up. There's a new Terminator coming out. Oh, God, probably. Directed by uh, Tim Miller. No! Deadpool director.
0: Oh, by the Deadpool director?
1: No, I'm sorry. This is music by Deadpool, not rather. Sorry. Forget that. And Tim Miller, not the director here for Deadpool. But they got music, the music from Deadpool, Deadpool and the new Terminator, and it's directed by Tim Miller.
0: Oh, why? I mean, they're just like, I, is is James Cameron not involved now?
1: Great question. Is let's find out.
0: Is um Schwarzenegger involved?
1: A Schwarzenegger or the director from Titanic? Huh.
0: I mean, I'm sure Schwarzenegger will be involved.
1: Wow. Well, No mention. Oh, yeah, yeah, Schwarzenegger's definitely in it. Linda Hamilton have both signed off.
0: Oh, that's right. Terminator Dark Fate?
1: I believe so, yeah. Dark Fate. Terminator Dark Fate. Mackenzie Davis and Gabrielle Luna have also been signed off for supporting roles. Luna was in uh, Shield as Ghost Rider, the ABC take on. Uh,
0: and he's another Terminator. That universe. There's a whole bunch of Terminators in here. Yep. Tim Miller. So what the fuck? Nothing about Miller- Cameron,
1: but Schwarzenegger is uh, full on.
0: It is the director of Deadpool.
1: Is it? Yes. It is. Oh, it is the director of Deadpool. Why did it say reunites the musician? Who, which musician? It is director. Yeah, Tim Tim Miller is the director of Deadpool. Well, I'll turn it right back. I was right in the in the first place. I I, I misread this. Uh, reunites the musician. What musician is part of this? This uh what are you reading this on? This is on screen rant. Oh, oh, Dutch composer. Oh junkie XL. Jeez. Junkie, I should learn how to read. Junkie XL is the uh is the is doing the soundtrack. And it's junkie XL and director Tim Miller, who directed Deadpool. Uh yeah, with Arnold and Linda Hamilton. That's crazy. That's gonna be Stupid
0: epic, wow. Terminator Dark I mean, hip. it's slated for, yep, November 2019. I mean, well, I don't think the guy's done some, I don't think the guy's done too many stupid movies. Oh, it's got Benny, the girl depending from... Depending um, on
1: your definition of stupid.
0: It's got the girl from... I love Deadpool. What is her name? Mackenzie Davis. Yes. Yeah. From Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah.
1: You know her, yeah.
0: She's all right. What is it? Blade Runner twenty forty nine.
1: So did you uh, did you get a chance to catch the Captain Marvel? And uh and what did you think versus if you have caught it, what did you think of it versus Wonder Woman if you've seen that one?
0: i've seen wonder woman one i don't um wonder woman 2 is not out yet but i've seen wonder woman i have not seen captain marvel me neither you haven't seen captain marvel
1: i was gonna but i haven't i uh we got tickets but we didn't (laughs) didn't, yeah we didn't we didn't go we got tickets but we didn't go um
0: oh another terminator movie no big Hollywood no right there. All those that's a famous scene. They should just put that in terminator, like a big famous Hollywood no. A big no. Like just someone saying like no like, like when uh you know like uh you ever seen Back to the Future when Doc got shot?
1: Yeah, that was a very emotional was like, no, for me. No
0: Doc no
1: so good so good classic or even worse fly
0: even worse did you see uh, star wars episode three revenge of the sith uh yes and padme queen amidala pat yes he dies and darth vader's like no no
1: it's terrible that that was that was a real tearjerker jer- tear for the uh, Star Wars fans. I bet. Yeah, but moment. it was so
0: terribly done. It was so corny. Yeah. No. It didn't sound like James Earl Jones. It sounded like Buffalo Bill from The Silence of the Lambs. Remember uh, Buffalo Bill? Sure do. He made his. He I made sure little pussy.
1: Wait, Buffalo Bill from who? Silence of the Lambs. Buffalo Bill is the guy who uh, who kidnapped the. What was the, the kid girl in the basement? Yeah, yeah, that was that was him, right?
0: He made he made the man pussy.
1: Okay. Yes. We're talking remember about he tucked remember he person.
0: tucked his thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like traumatizing. <laughs> I, I'm still no. traumatized. No. By that. No, I hope no. I hope future children don't you know, stumble upon that on their movie tracks as kids growing up, because it's going to make us like really freaking dark, man. The 90s. <laughs> <Jeez>. it's, <sighs> it's intense.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's creepy. All right. Yeah. No.
1: So back, you know, looping back around, by the way, I've been watching, right. I've been watching. What did I say? the umbrella Academy and then I'll yeah. also check out the show on Netflix. Like, I feel like, you know, what do you think about that whole on like those, those channels at home, home lifestyle channels they do like, you know, revamp, re- um, like renovating houses and like fixing up things and like fixing, like, you know, or doing like real estate evaluation. Like, what do you think of those kinds of that niche of shows on, on those channels? Do you, are you like, are you into it? Not into it?
0: I I don't watch them.
1: Do you Do you know the sector I'm talking about? of Shows like that? Oh sure, is I get it. it like, like
0: uh, like Flip This House or, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So I don't watch them.
1: It's people. A lot of people watch that shit. I don't know who watches them, but I know they get like pretty crazy ratings depending on what the show is.
0: Oh sure. Um, I mean, I'm... I'm sure they're popular. I I do not watch them, but I know of them, and I, I I'm dying to know. You might. You, the point you in, might work in, You might work is. in that.
1: Yeah, you might. You might find yourself in that situation at some at some point in your career. I'm just saying. But, getting um, my
0: house renovated.
1: Well, not only that, not only getting stuck in the money pit that way with you know a purchase of a a home that you're going to live in, sure, but uh, on the financial side. Uh, yeah. I uh, was so yeah like.
0: What the hell are you talking about? pits baby. What? <laughs> what? are you talking about? Are you th- are you saying I might work on a show like that, or I might have you might work on might a show, or I might be like getting that. my house built on a show like that?
1: You might, you might, you might work on a show like that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I might.
1: It's a big niche, and uh, I know there's a show on Netflix. The reason I'm dragging out because I can't remember the name of the show. I'm trying to, like, desperately find it. Um, there's a show on Netflix. That, like, there's a couple. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, too, where they fix, up, they fix up like a wicked, awesome, sick, like, innovative, high-tech, like, bachelor pad, essentially, but it's a home. For
0: What's me. the name of the show?
1: I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out right now. For, uh, what are you talking about a show about? on Netflix about what where they fix up boat, this one episode of them fixing up a boat like that niche to me is like a really hot niche and somehow I think Netflix tapped into a niche like that where this couple like it showed you the process of them rebuilding, stripping down revowing a bit ba- Like what's it called? A bo- I don't know the name of the show I can't remember can't remember.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Back to it. We're going right, to come back to it. No, hold on. Back to it? I, I got you, brother. Home renovation shows, Netflix. <sighs> grand Designs?
1: It could be Grand Designs.
0: What do I feel like...
1: That's, that's the second thing that came up for me.
0: I think it is Grand Designs.
1: Anyway, that show. Whew.
0: Fire. House Hunters. Dear Genevieve. Small Space. Big Style. Design on a Dime. Flipper Flop. Fixer Upper. Extreme Homes. Beachfront Bargain Hunt. Property Brothers. House Hunters. I think it... Oh, Jesus. I know, I, I know what you're talking about. Because I think I saw it. I think I saw it when I was fucking around on Netflix. But I wish you could remember oh. the name of the show.
1: I think it's called Grand Designs. Yeah, I apologize. Do you, do you
0: know yeah. who's in it? Is there anybody famous in it?
1: I don't think there's anybody that's, it's not like. Is it Queer Eye? Is,
0: there, is it Queer Eye? Is it, hold on. Is it, is it Queer Eye?
1: It's not queer eye, I don't think. It's not a. It's like a show of a, a couple, like a dude basically building it and this girl like. Are
0: you sure it's not queer Designing
1: eye? it. It could be queer eye. I'm, I'm it, pretty pretty sure it isn't queer eye. Pretty sure. Pretty sure I like feel like I would know it was queer eye. But it's possible. I'm not saying. Right. It's, it, it could be queer eye. All, know.
0: all right, here we go with Netflix originals because you think. Because I'm thinking it's actually a Netflix original I think it is too. oh wait a minute is this it selling sunset
1: ooh selling sunset it that, I think that's yeah, it that, I think that's it too.
0: I think it's selling sunset and it takes place on Sunset Boulevard uh forever all right um i'm just scrolling through all the fucking netflix originals here all I mean, the all shows. I saw was selling sunset
1: i'm pulling them both up right now IMDb's beans for both of them but i feel like that's a hot niche that like hasn't really even started like on netflix and it's it's about to be like people are going to i mean maybe it's possible
0: what's a what's a hot niche
1: The docu-soap reality niche.
0: Oh, but on Netflix. Yeah. Because what I've always wanted to see is all the shit that they censor on Bravo and E! And all that shit. Because, Mm -hmm. God help me, the lady watches like all the Real Housewives shows and things of that nature, and everything's bleeped or everything's cut away, but with Netflix, they could just show everything, uncensored everything. There wouldn't be any bleeps. There'd be all the, the glorious cuss words and everything.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we're getting there.
0: I think slowly. I, I, think, I think we're getting there, too.
1: Yeah. And I think it's called... Sell- I, I think
0: you're thinking of Selling Sunset.
1: This second page a lot up. I swear. And
0: Netflix just released another uh, half-season of Arrested Development. Uh, did you ever watch that show, Arrested Development? It came out while we
1: were yeah, in college. Yeah, I own a couple of them. Yeah, like, it's... Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. It. No, it didn't. It's such a crazy show. Did it come out when we were in college? Is that what you said? Yeah, like, the
0: first season came out Damn. in three. I mean, Damn. I was I was just just about graduating, but...
1: It's a show like that, like, Selling Sunset. Like, these business shows are really taking off. It's not Selling yeah. Sunset. It's not um, selling Sunset. It's not. It's it not Grand Designs. Because
0: I think there's it's another not. show called Grand Designs. Grand Designs is a.
1: Oh no, it could be Grand Designs. It's a British show. Yeah, it totally could be Grand Designs, dude. They're both British. The people in the episode I saw. So,
0: then I, it might be Grand Designs then.
1: Anyway, that show is wow. Just I. I'm really struggling to find stuff that I like on TV these days, and I loved that show.
0: Are you sure it's not show. dead in a week?
1: Dead in a week.
0: Yeah, Dead in a Week.
1: It, it's possible it could be named that. I don't know. Dead in a Week. What about... What's about what Dead in a Week? Not Sherlock, because I love Sherlock. What
0: about Lord of War? Do you think that's it?
1: I think it's a Netflix original, though. Yeah.
0: Oh, they got we're a new, got a new back documentary called The episode. 2000s. That the 2000s. Wild.
1: I saw that. Oh, juicy, juicy stuff, by the way. Definitely. If you were alive in the 90s, it, should, it just makes you go through the entire timeline. Through all the major tech changes. It's really cool. Yeah. Really cool.
0: I like shit like that.
1: Yeah, me too. I geek out hard on stuff like that. It's really cool.
0: All right. Well, it looks like this show's coming to a complete and utter draggingly dead halt. Oy vey. What else did Oh, you know what? What, what episode classic. is this? Yeah, what, what episode ago. is this?
1: Go huh? On. What episode is this that we're on? Episode number what? Of what? Of the, of the uh, whether it's Movie Mondays or any of these any of these po- you run several. We're podcasts. still doing what Movie episode? Mondays. What what episode of Movie Monday are we on?
0: Oh shit! I don't know. Like the fourth, the fifth one of Movie Monday, I guess. I don't know. All right, episode four or five. All right. Yeah. I don't keep track.
1: All I not. just
0: upload them, man. And I hope someone watches them. And I don't think anybody's watching them, but.
1: Yeah. But we'll get there, man. We'll get there. It takes time. But yeah, I was,
0: I was just watching. I was just watching a classic the other night. Universal Soldier. You ever seen Universal Soldier with a? Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh,
1: absolutely, Absolutely, yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme was my jam. Speaking of nineties, that jam was, uh, yes, all his movies, man, were sick, dude. I used to be a huge Jean Claude Van, Van Van Damme fan. Yeah, his his foo Dutch ballet dancing ass, like, made some sick. I remember what was it? He was that movie where he like jumped through time. He was in Lionheart. He was in. What was the famous one he did? He was in so many classics, man. Everybody knows who that is.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody back in the 90s knows
0: that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was like a huge 90s. Not even like maybe a couple movies in the 80s, but he was big in the 90s, man. And he yeah. botched it. He botched it with domestic and drugs and, he, he and was French, reading man. his deal with his deal members
1: he was doing great he was going full euro in america i don't recommend that you ever do that anybody out there listening he was a fresh gen he was just going too hard man he was successful young right started to yeah, you know yeah. blow money on everything and who knows what kind of drug habits he had and right what this is what happens to these guys sometimes right yeah this is the side of hollywood nobody wants to talk about but it's there right
0: unfortunately yeah. Yeah, Universal Soldiers is a classic, dude. That's a fun movie. Uh
1: That movie was exceptional. That movie was like one of my favorite action movies from the day, for sure.
0: Well, it's it's certainly unique. It's certainly unique to say the least.
1: I mean right it's on. it's a very creative story. It's a very it's a very good story, I feel like too.
0: Well, yeah, it was definitely unique at the time and they they did they did a bunch of sequels. They did a I think total there's six or seven total movies, but a lot of them are pretty bad, pretty awful quality B movies, kind of like half half a A, half a B movie whatever, but um the way that they continued the story and built upon the story and progressed the story i always thought was really good it was it was entertaining
1: yeah i uh, i would definitely see that in like a on a big screen again that'd be fun to do it, it
0: would be it would be fun to revisit all these old school movies that
1: we grew up with in the theater What, Paris Bueller?
0: What, do you you got a plane going over your head or something, boy?
1: American Pie, yeah, there's a plane.
0: Maybe not. There's a plane. Maybe not American Pie. Maybe not revisit American Pie in the theater, but. Cool, I hear you. Yeah, I watched Universal Soldier and I watched uh, Lionheart yesterday. I watched a couple of Van Damme movies. I think I'll go watch a couple of
1: Sick. Lionheart is just a sick movie. I love Lionheart. It's my favorite Van Damme movie.
0: Lionheart was your favorite Van Damme movie?
1: Yes. Over Time Cop
0: and Universal Soldier
1: and Bloodsport? Love Time Cop. Love, and, love and them. And Cyborg? They're my, Cyborg's they're, better. My, they're, my, they're my top 25, except Cyborg. They're my top 25, all those other ones, but like for action film, for sure.
0: About Lionheart? The
1: Lionheart is like number like n- number one for me personally. I know, I know a lot of people like his bigger hits. Oh God! You, what's your favorite Jean Claude Van Damme movie?
0: My favorite Jean Claude, I'd say, would be a tie between um, Bloodsport and Cyborg. But yeah, Lionheart's pretty good. Bloodsport you know, is
1: obviously sick.
0: Talking about like, all the uh, amazing. Talking about all the underground fighting clubs and shit like that. Yeah,
1: that movie was like his big high budget like breakthrough, right?
0: Wasn't it one of them? Bloodsport was his big breakthrough. Yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah, I think like I can double check here, but I'm pretty. I think that sure was his career right. just went straight from. Um frickin So he did a couple of B movies. I actually personally know the guy that started Jean Claude Van Damme's career, Keith W. Strandberg. Let's see here. Come on, man. Here we go. So I'll bring up his filmography here. We got uh what do we got? Acting here. Actor, goddamn. Oh, he was in Breaking. You remember Breaking? The break that breakdancing movie from the 80s, Breaking.
1: Uh, it's a classic. I don't remember it vividly. All right. Breaking.
0: So, he was in Missing in Action 1 with Chuck Norris as an uncredited soldier. He was okay. in Monaco Forever. I don't know what the hell that is. And and he played a gay karate man. <laughs> Oh, God. We got to start somewhere, brother. Monaco. That's fucked up. They got him on the cover of the movie. He's not even like a star of the fucking movie. That's crazy. It's funny. It's just the way they try to sell these fucking movies, man. So... He he got his first big role in this movie called No Tr- No Retreat No Surrender, and it was written and produced by Keith W. Strandberg. and I know him. He was uh, he was an associate at Towson. Oh, I got it. He's an associate at Towson. He taught screenwriting and producing. He was one of my mentors. Uh, he ran the stunt camp that I went to back in '05, and got like legitimate film stunt and film fighting training at this uh stunt camp that he helped, that he co-runs so Strandberg wrote and produced this movie called no retreat no surrender Jean, that was jean-claude van damme's first major role the next the very next movie he did after that was blood sport and black eagle which was terrible and then cyborg which is a cult classic and my and my favorite then he did Kickboxer, Lionheart, and then that that just basically shot him up to stardom. He did Kickboxer, Lionheart, Death Warrant, Double Impact. Universal Soldier made him an A-list actor. He was in then that's where he was in Nowhere to Run, Hard Target, Time Cop, Street Fighter, Sudden Death. And then he started getting greedy, so he got so he got bumped back to like B movies or like second rate theatrical movies like The Quest, Maximum Risk. And Double Team was pretty much his fall to B movies. He was in Double Team, knockoff Legionnaire, Universal. Double Legionnaire. Team. That
1: I remember that turn. Go ahead, keep going. Double Team was terrible. I just remember it was Dennis Rodman, right? Yeah. 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 Keep going. Sorry. Keep terrible going. Keep going on the list. Keep going.
0: So that was Double Team, knockoff, which with which uh, with Rob Schneider. Wow, a lot of great fight scenes in this movie. Knockoff had great fucking action, great fight choreography and shootouts, but it was just so stupid. So, <sighs> knock Hark Sui, Hark Su, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's Chinese, okay. I believe he's most he's most known for working with uh, John Woo in Hong Kong sure he was always John Woo's producer it was always produced by Hark Sue Hark Hark Sui or Sue it was always produced by Hark directed by John Woo and he wanted to start directing he did a couple of American movies just like uh, John Woo did a couple of American movies right cuz John Woo John Woo directed uh, Hard Target with Van Damme and then Hark okay. Sui, direct, Hark Sui directed Knockoff with Van Dam. Okay. And then he finally did the first legitimate sequel to Universal Soldier called Universal Soldier: The Return. It had Goldberg in it, the wrestler Goldberg. Mm-hmm. And it had Michael J. White. <coughs> <laughs> Bless you. Thanks, brother. Bill Goldberg, Michael J. White. and so then but then from there he pretty much just went to like the B movies Inferno Replicant The Order Derailed In Hell and then it was just a whole slew of B movies until he did JCVD which was brilliant he did Universal Soldier Regeneration which I'm a huge fucking fan of Mm. Fucking awesome movie. Uh, Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning is okay, but that's when he got into... Uh, expend- he was in Expendables 2, so that was like his big theatrical comeback, but didn't last too long because he's right back at it with uh, B-movies. But he did an Amazon Prime original TV show. and I'm sorry, an Amazon Prime original series called Jean-Claude Van Johnson. And the story ah, is... That's right. I as it turns him. out, he was always an assassin and a spy for the CIA. The whole movie actor and martial artist movie star thing was a cover
1: for his spy work. You there? Yeah, I'm here.
0: What are you doing? I'm talking the was, here. Uh,
1: the whole thing was... a. Uh, a
0: spy? I'm listening, bro. Go ahead. Him being like this famous movie star, action star, martial artist, was a cover for his spy work. But he got rich, he got famous, so he quit being a spy. Right. And now here he is, like almost 60 years old. His Hollywood career is in the dumps. So he wants to go back and be a spy and assassin for the CIA. And he's like way too old and way too out of shape for it. It's a really funny show.
1: Uh, And it came out like what? Couple years ago, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh,
0: 2016
1: to 2017. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh it's pretty recent. I've been meaning to check that out because I knew that was like his his big comeback moment. Like I knew that was like he became relevant for just a short while, like because he came out with that show.
0: Yeah, semi semi comeback moment. Yeah.
1: Back somewhat on our radars. Oh yeah. As it were, like a concept for a 90s kid to have who Jean Claude Van Damme was from appear again and he was like kind of playing himself wasn't he that's what i heard or what i remember from essentially
0: Mike. yeah he's playing himself yeah yeah
1: he's like character acting himself oh yeah yeah
0: yeah man like i like his work i like a lot of his earlier work And he's trying to come back, but yeah, he just did this movie called he's Blackwater
1: old. with Dolph Lundgren. what did you say? Oh, about? really? I said he's just yeah, old. He, yeah, he he did a Blackwater movie.
0: It's called Blackwater. Have oh. you ever seen Escape Plan with Stallone and Schwarzenegger?
1: Probably, but don't remember it very well. It's like.
0: Blackwater is like a shitty rip off of that. So, I wouldn't even suggest it.
1: Um, okay, cuz that's probably why I forgot about the movie in the first place. Yeah, Blackwater. It looks pretty cheesy, but like it's got it's got the dude from uh Rocky in there. L- a Lundgren. Boris.
0: Blackwater and yeah, yeah, Dolph Lundgren.
1: So, yeah, Dolph, that's right. Uh those guys uh those guys are classic, and so, like, it doesn't matter if the movie sucks. People are just going to go see it, see them, what they look like, and what they're doing. But yeah. that might have been straight to theater, like, or straight to video, or, like, shortly out of... It's a USA movie. It probably didn't last long in the movie theater. It probably
0: didn't last too long. Yeah, well...
1: Oh, well, his career yeah. has, has been good, though. He's had a very a good, long, illustrious career, John Clark. Mr. I mean, in real Game. life,
0: yeah. In real life, yeah, yeah he has, yeah. He yeah. yeah, has,
1: for sure.
0: Well, clearly, that we're almost to that hour mark, so we're going to go ahead and bring this to a close. You got anything to close them out with on Movie Mondays here, Don?
1: Just like, subscribe, follow, shares, Oracle Investments. Come back, come back more. We got more content on the way, so come back. We'll see you guys then. You heard him.
0: Check us out. I'm the